In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is Dear Orlando Ledbetter, here with the 154th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Which Way is Up for the Falcons? Took that line from a 1978 Richard Pryor movie entitled, Which Way is Up? But we got to figure out for the Falcons which way is up because they hit rock bottom on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, got physically manhandled by the Los Angeles Rams who knocked the quarterback out of the game, sacked him five times, put nine hits on the Falcon quarterbacks. Matt Ryan left the game limping. And it was a, a bad, bad outing once again. Falcons dropped to 1-6 with a 37-10 loss to the Los Angeles Rams. We're going to hear from Coach Quinn, Matt Schaub, Dion Jones, and Vic Beasley about the loss yesterday. And then also look ahead here at the end to their battle with Seattle on Sunday. Uh, we'll see how um, things work out here. We understand that, uh, you know, they're um – you know, nothing's going down right now. Uh, they're trying to figure this thing out. They paid this team a lot of money. Uh, it hasn't performed. Blew up the coaches already. Uh, you know, the, they, they don't know what to do. Nobody expected to be in this position. Uh, do you blow up the coaches? Uh, get rid of players? Trey Vic Beasley? Uh, you know, they got a lot of questions they need to ans- answer at 4400 uh, Falcons Way in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Uh, so don't expect anything rash. But uh, you will, um, you know, we, we will be moving down the tracks here with the uh, new uh, way to do business because I don't believe they can do a status quo deal and justify that. The fans certainly aren't buying it as they have started not to show up to games. But we're going to hear from Coach Quinn after Matt Schaub, Deion Jones, and Vic. We're going to let them hear, you know, let you all hear them. And then uh, we're going to let the team figure out which way is up because, you know, we, we I, I can't help them on this one. Here we go with Coach Dan Quinn. Didn't get better. We, we got worse. I'll say sometimes it depends on where you know 
the area of, that you're discussing. Certainly the score uh, was not indicative of that. I thought um, for sure, there, there, you know, when you go back and look at it, there'll be parts of it that were better, uh, whether it was the run game on defense or improving on third down. But um, at the end of the day, it still counts on the performance. And so that's what you look to. And when you're not meeting it, there's lots of reasons. That's what I try to spend most of my time to say, okay, how do we make sure all three phases can get connected to do it? But um, when you don't hit it in one of the areas, both or all three, you know, you, you want to keep digging for the answers. Definitely frustrating. Uh, yeah, Coach, what's the uh, prospects for uh, Matt Ryan's uh, right ankle? And, uh, uh, you know, what's the prospects of Dylan moving forward with, you know, maybe you having to move forward without him? Yeah, well, we'll have a better sense for that uh, as the week goes. Um, you know, I didn't get a chance to visit him yet after the game, so we'll get a better sense of where we go. If he's not able to, obviously, we'll lean on Matt. Shout out, he's got plenty of experience, but, uh, you know, I know Matt, how tough Matt is. If there's a chance he can go, I don't know the extent of the injury uh, where we're at yet, so I think I'll have a better answer Monday, Wednesday, Thursday as we're heading into the week. But I don't know the extent of it yet. And, uh, sorry, I gave the mic up, but uh, the offensive line, you all spent a lot of resources on that, and, uh, you know, just from the press box, didn't look like they had a good day blocking. Well, yeah, that amount of quarterback hits and sacks, for sure, you know, was a real factor in this game. And uh, until we go back and look at it and see, you know, what was the cause and why and where were the breakdowns, um, we'll get to it. But, uh, yeah, for sure, tonight, uh, I thought that was a big part of this game. Coach Quinn. Uh, beating in all three phases, came right out, said it, uh, you know, addressed whether the situation was getting worse and then acknowledged that uh, the poor play of the offensive line. Here's Deion Jones, you know, uh, when when things are going great, Deion was great. Things aren't going so great, Deion's not handling it very well. Uh, be one of the leaders on the defense. So uh, maybe, uh, you know, we can work with him and talk to him, get him uh, get him moving in a little better direction. But here's Deion Jones. We've heard similar things, though, you know, after other games, going back to work and things like that. Still got to go back to work. You understand the situations like this, though, the coaches like this, the press. Okay, guys, back. Got to keep fighting. You guys say you're under back, but I mean, most people would say you know, one in sixteen. You're you're underachieving, obviously. Talent, would you agree with that? Just what happened. Just gotta keep fighting. You sense you guys are fighting. You just have to keep fighting. That's what I said. I'm saying, you guys think you are fighting? Yes, we are. Every every play. Uh, well, I mean, the results. All right, thank you. DQ uh, said this week one of the things he was concerned about was guys trying to do too much. He used the word phrase "over try." Do you do you see that out there on things like you know maybe that punt return at the end of the game? Is that something you're seeing? Oh, I'm just watching. I see. But guys are playing hard. Guys are flying around. They do what they're supposed to do. You just gotta come up with a win. Talk about the golf's touchdown run that you overran that. Yeah, overran. Mistake. Cool. Move on to the next. You guys are all so competitive. I mean, it's, this isn't something you're used to. I mean, just what's it like for you? Being a competitor. Going every week and fight. That's what it costs. That's what it takes to be a competitor. You can't worry about what happened last week. That's it. And can you see any of this coming That's right just throughout the week? We're working hard every week. Like I said, hey, y'all don't know what type of work we put in. So then where's the disconnect between the hard work during the week and Sundays? Stuff happens during the game, bro. You know that. Like I said, we just got to come out and fight next week. That's it. Thank y'all. Yeah, Dion not handling really well. The you know he sat there um, 
Ooh, we're gonna keep fighting. They they say they got the coaches back, but uh, the way they're playing, uh, I wouldn't you know arrive at that conclusion. Uh, and they said they're gonna keep fighting, and, and the record uh, was asked, "Hey, y'all winning six? Are y'all fighting?" Uh, and he said, "We gotta keep working hard." So uh, tough spot. Uh, he probably did better than I thought of originally. Uh, but as a leader of the defense, he's got to, you know, people coming to him for answers. He's the middle linebacker, been to the Pro Bowl. No, he's not a big talker, but Keanu's out. Uh, Vic's not doing very well. Grady was hurt yesterday. Grady usually comes out and handles that, but Dion has to be able to do that too. Here's quarterback Matt Shaw. Just look in the mirror Matt Shaw, backup quarterback. Key point there, real minor football point, but the Rams exploited this uh, by sending linebackers. He said they kept slides from happening. So a slide is like Caleb McGarry's having a tough time, which he was. Uh, You could slide the protection over to his side and give him some help, but... The way the Rams were shooting out of their 4-3, shooting their backers, you had to stay home. You couldn't slide and give up a free runner to the quarterback. So, yeah, he was left to handle his business one-on-one, whereas the Falcons didn't send him much help. Could have put a tight end over there, sent the back over there. Uh, the backs were left occupied to pick up the linebackers. We saw that Edo Smith, Corey Littleton collision. Uh, hope Edo's doing better here today. But fine football point by Matt Schaub and then he started singing the old gospel one day at a time sweet Jesus that's what we're going to be hearing a lot of here uh, coming down the stretch so I'm going to go on YouTube and make sure I get the words and work on my my vocals there for the one day at a time gospel we're going to be hearing the rest of the season 
Going to get to Vic Beasley now. This was after I had talked to him about the trade rumors. Uh, that story's up online. Uh, he doesn't want to be traded. He didn't ask to be traded. And I think near the end of this one, he was breaking down a little bit when we asked him uh, whether, uh, you know, he felt he was letting down Coach Dan Quinn. Here is Vic Beasley. How do you put your finger on that? Because it seems like these games get away from Yeah, that was Vic there. Hey, uh, you know, all that's online. Uh, you know, that's tough for him. He, uh, he said he's letting the coach down. So, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, I know the fans don't get to know, uh, the people, you know, the way we do. We don't really know him that well, but Vic's been a great kid since he's been here. I don't think he's not trying. Uh, I do, um, believe that he should have came and worked out with the coach when the coach said he uh wanted to work with him maybe you know it couldn't have hurt him certainly might have helped him i don't know where where that was we didn't get a good answer on that when he decided to go work with bud uh dupree hey we're gonna wrap it up here that was a lot we got a lot here for you in this episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We've got Quinn beating in all three phases. Matt Schaub breaking down that game what happened to the O-line and uh, the path forward at one day at a time. Deion Jones, they're going to keep fighting. They say they got the coaches back, but the play suggests uh, otherwise. If, if they got us back, then uh, then they got to ask the, the question, hey, well, you know, maybe we're not that good. Uh, that's the next tough question. If the coaching is the, not the problem and they got his back, uh, you know, and they say they're fighting and they're going to keep fighting, we'll just, you know, we'll have to keep track of that. And then Vic on tough spot saying, hey, you know, he felt like he has uh, uh, let down Dan Quinn. And who wants to let down their coach? Kids want to do well for their parents and football players want to do well for their coaches. So much happened in this game. Our little Julio and Jalen Ramsey matchup didn't really happen. I think Julio got six for 93, beat him a couple times. Would have been much bigger if he hauled down that deep one. But, um, you know, had so much going on that our little pregame matchup didn't materialize because Matt Ryan was under such duress that, uh, you know, even if Julio was open, he didn't have time to get it to him. So, Seattle. Coach Dan Quinn's former team, they're five and two, coming in on Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 
The uh, Let's look at their record real quick. We'll get into them on Wednesday. You know, we'll take a deep dive into the Seahawks here in the next 48 hours. Have the uh, Bowtie 155 ready for you on Wednesday. Bowtie Chronicles uh, will look at the Seahawks. They've retooled pretty quickly and appear to be back in the mix rather fast uh, in their second window. You know, the Legion of Boom is gone. They're working on Legion 2 over there. Uh, but Russell Wilson has elevated his play, and uh, they're off to a 5-2 and two start. They opened the season with a win against the Bengals, 21-20. They went to Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers, 28-6. to And they lost to the New Orleans Saints. 33 to 27 beat Arizona 27 to 10 at Arizona beat the Rams 30 to 29 at home and then uh, went to Cleveland and beat the Browns 32 to 28 in a uh, close game there and then this uh, Sunday this past Sunday they lost to Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens 30 to 16. Uh, common opponents would be Arizona and the Rams. They're 2-0 against teams the Falcons are 0-2 against. Uh, against the AFC, you know, the Falcons struggles there. Uh, Falcons 0-3. So far this year, Seattle's 2-1 with that uh, with those wins over the Bengals and Pittsburgh and the loss. Oh, that makes them 3-1. I'm sorry. 3-1 and because they beat the Browns, too. So they're 3-1. and They're done with the... Um, AFC North, uh, having played those uh, four teams, Bengals, Pittsburghs, Browns, and Ravens. So, there we go. We're going to uh, get ready to get out of here and get on up to Flowery Branch for the day. Got a little planning, little household things to, to take care of here before we get moving back into Falcons land. Uh, not expecting much news on the Matt Ryan front or any coaching um changes but you know we got to keep our head on a swivel here things are happening now not for the good and we have to ask ourselves today for the falcons which way is up from one and six first time they've been one and six since 2007 under coach bobby petrino who would later quit the team Quit that team that went on a 4-12 and season with Emmett Thomas closing it out as the interim head coach. They had uh, Joey Harrington at quarterback, Byron Leftwich, and Chris Redman in the season. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.